This is the Man in a Room podcast. you go down to the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down to the woods today, you better go in disguise. But every bear that ever there was will gather there to a sudden because today's the day the teddy bears have their picnic. Hello and thank you for joining me for episode 7 of Man in a Room. I'm feeling pretty upbeat today, so today should hopefully be a good episode. I can't promise though. No refunds. So, um, I want to talk to you about something today, which I might be a bit thinking too much about it, but I want to just sort of get it out there because, eh, why not? So, I'm one of those people that loves listening to music. I adore music. I love listening to it. I love discovering new stuff. I like, you know, all that kind of thing. I love just music in general. And what I found is, a good way of getting into music is compilation albums. Now you may be saying, okay, right, fair enough. I like listening to compilation albums because they give you a great overview of a band. And what I mean by that is you get to see a little bit of everything that they've done. You're like, okay, I get to hear that song, or that song they did years ago from one of their first albums and that kind of thing. And you're thinking, wow, this is a really good, you start really getting into this band. You keep listening to this compilation album over and over and over. And you're like, this is, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. To the point where you actually end up venturing into their back catalogue and think, okay, here we go. Right. So I like this song from the compilation album the most. Let me go back and listen to the album that's from because that's from the same time period. It's going to be the same headspace for the artists. So you go back and listen to it and think, do you know what? It's not that good really, is it? Which is a bit of a shame. That does happen quite a bit when it comes to bands. And I think there are actually bands out there which are better through their compilation albums like the greatest hits it takes them like a decade to make this album and suddenly you're like yep yeah, there we are there's a band that's the band for me and what i mean by this also i don't want to sort of name names because i don't want to sort of downplay any bands because i know there are many bands out there which people adore on varying levels but i will just say this you can't beat the supergrass is 10 greatest hits album you really can't that's a great little nugget of 90s right there also early 2000s now the band is suede another great band to listen to on a compilation album another great compilation album is rem i'm obsessed with rem actually actually rem is actually the reason why i want to record this episode because years ago for christmas i got the rem compilation album called in time i think it's called in time and um i loved it like i got it and it's like oh the man on the moon oh yeah great great song that actually i genuinely love that song uh the great beyond You've also got um, Losing My Religion, another great song. My favourite R.E.M. song of all time is Ebo to the Letter, which is just a great little tune. It's not. It's just something about that song. It just stirs something up in me. There's actually a version of it on YouTube with R.E.M. singing that with Tom York from Radiohead. And I love Radiohead, so that's actually pretty good. So it's like the best of both worlds for me. But it's it's quite funny, really, because... I listened to this album so many times when I was younger, when it came out. I mean, it's not that long ago. I don't even know when it was out, but it was out. I got it. And I listened to it over and over again. And it's actually quite strange because now I've gone back to listening to music on a digital form. Like I listen to it on Spotify. I listen to it on a streaming service. 
I know the songs that I like listening to, and I like the idea of having the compilations that I used to listen to, because those compilations actually do... In my head, that's one of the albums I used to like listening to. One of the albums I used to like listening to was an album by Mark Bolan and T-Rex. It's a compilation album of theirs, and it just had a bunch of random stuff on it. And what's really weird is that I can't actually find that on Spotify, nor can I actually find it existing. Apparently, this compilation album existed for me only, because I can't find it anywhere else, and it drives me insane. In fact, what I actually do, because I'm a bit of a nerd, I will go find a, like the information of a compilation I'm, I, I used to like listening to, and I would basically compile that down into the playlist, because it makes more sense. I like listening to certain songs. What's really odd, though, I find, is that we're listening to stuff like, I don't know, Fleetwood Mac's uh, Greatest Hits album, which, you know, I love a bit of Fleetwood Mac, although you can't really deny Fleetwood Mac Rumours is an amazing album. In fact, that alone is basically a compilation album on its own. Just most of the songs from that everyone knows. Anyway, I've gone off on a weird tangent there. Um, what's very strange about listening to compilation albums is that sometimes they'll throw up something that's a bit random, like a B-side, and, you know, people are like, what is that song? I don't, I don't know what that is. It's like, what's on the Greatest Hits album? How do you not know it? And, um... Yeah, it's uh, I like when they sort of put like that kind of stuff on it because remember there was one, um, it was a, a Monkey's Greatest Hits album I got years ago, and there's this really random song I think it was a B side of theirs and it's actually I would have to say probably my favourite Monkey song of all time. <laughs> Not that that's very difficult to say, um, but it's actually a song called Tapioca Tundra, which is a very strange sort of song. Actually, I've not heard it for years. In fact. When I go on my little break in a bit, I'm going to listen to Tapioca Tundra because I just not want to listen to it. I've not listened to it for so long, and I just remember it sort of being a bit, a bit odd. It's the Mike Nesmith of the band there. I'm very knowledgeable about a lot of bands. In case you're wondering, I've got like a very wide, expansive knowledge about different things and stuff like that. And unfortunately for me, Monkeys is one of the ones that I know a lot about because that weird period when I was a kid, and I was obsessed with them. I was like, oh yeah, I love the Monkeys. They're great. Um, I think the main reason was because my mum had like the records. Well, she had a couple of records, and she was a big fan. So I had access to the you know her stuff, and so that's the reason why I sort of got into them. And um, eventually, I moved on to the Beatles, and my goodness, that was a game changer and a half. And then Bowie, and goes on and on and on. You know, it was a good time. Even though kids used to make fun of me for liking the monkeys, I don't care. It didn't stop me. My resolve was strong. I was like, I don't care if you're gonna make fun of me. I'm gonna like them no matter what. Sod you. Anyway, um, that's a bit weird. weird ta- I wasn't really planning on talking about the Monkees today, but, you know, they're actually a very underrated band. They're also, well, I don't know. Um, they're one of those, they're a pop band, more or less, and they've got, like, an interesting history, and they did make some good songs, but did they? They didn't write all of their songs they're known for. They didn't play the instruments and all the songs they're known for. Oh, yeah, but, you know, that's not really fair to say that, because the Mamas and Papas didn't used to play their songs. They didn't pretend, you know? They can't take. They literally. They, they didn't arrange the music. They didn't play the music. They didn't write the music. I'd have to say that's probably, you know, you're basically a vocal band. Well, they, they did try and make their own stuff eventually, and it wasn't actually that great. Anyway, I'm gonna go and make myself a little cup of tea, and I'll be back after this very short break. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. One of the things that is quite popular at the moment is binge-watching. Binge-watching has been around for absolutely years, and it's something I've done for absolutely ages. I remember binge-watching all of 24 on DVD 
the DVD box set binge. There was a little, a little bit more effort with that. You'd have to basically sit there. You have to get the you have to go out and get the DVD. You'd have to then, you know, that actually costs you money to do that. You have to go out and buy a DVD box set and be sure that you definitely want to watch it. You have to roll the dice and hopefully, fingers crossed, it is not to be rubbish. And you sit there and you watch it and you become obsessed with watching it. You get home from work as quick as you can so you can watch as many episodes as you can. And you do this and, you, you know, you do your best to try and do that. One of my claims to fame is I managed to watch series 5, I believe, or not the last series of 24, but the penultimate series of 24, in two days. You may be thinking, oh, that's not that much. That's 24 episodes. That is actually literally, a well, it, I don't know how many hours of TV that is, but I watched it in two days. I didn't watch the last series because I got told it was rubbish. Anyway, but I've, what I've found is uh, they've actually got this thing now on... I've never heard it or not. So basically, we used to have DVDs way back when, but now we have something called Netflix. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or seen it, but basically what it is, it's basically DVDs that you can use over the internet. So basically what happens is there's some person uh, at Netflix... I don't know, dot com website headquarters or whatever. And you're like, okay, I want to watch this TV show. So basically they get their little DVDs out and they put it on the DVD player for you. And you sit there and you watch. They take all the effort out of it for you and you can sit there and you can watch Netflix. You know, the flicks of net. You know, the net being internet and flicks being, I don't know, a, a slang word for movies or something like that. I don't know. I don't know where they got the name Netflix from. I don't know. I actually don't know where the word... I think the word flicks comes from the sound of the film going like flicks and goes... You know, is, that, is that a flicking noise? I have no idea. But anyway, um, and basically what happens is you'll be watching a TV show and then they'll be like, they'll put a little caption on the screen and like, hello, did you want to watch the next episode? And then they basically will count down like, I don't know, three minutes and you have to sit there and wait for it to them to change the DVD or whatever. And then it's, it takes the effort out of it. And sometimes, if you sit there long enough, they're like, are you definitely still there? Are you still watching? They'll type up, and you just sort of you type in, you say, yes, I'm still here. Please, can you put in the next disc in, please? And then you end up watching, like, hours of TV, and it's taking the effort out of actually watching DVDs, so you actually don't have to have the whole rigmarole of getting up and doing stuff, you know? So, many websites do this now. You've got YouTube's. YouTube's does that as well. They um, they all literally just siphon as much content and material as they can at you. And it's distracting. I mean, there's just this whole culture on the internet now where they want to basically keep your attention as long as they possibly can. They'll just keep spoon-feeding you content, which they've got some sort of weird file. I, mean, I don't want to say file because that sounds like I'm some sort of paranoid freak about conspiracies and that kind of stuff but they do have a profile on you they know that if you watch said film and said tv show there's a strong possibility that you're like this other thing and they'll try and get you to do that you see and the same with youtube um they have a it's called an algorithm and basically it means that they'll they're very good at guessing what you might like same with spotify same with everything really and um it basically takes all the effort out of sort of choosing basically what's happening is choices are getting taken away from us and uh it's is it good or bad i don't know we start watching these shows and you leave on long enough and that will just keep basically giving you more and more stuff and you end up down a place which i like to call the rabbit hole now the rabbit hole is a fun place to be sometimes but sometimes it's not because it's just one of those places where you can't really escape you end up down this place where you're just sitting there 
hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and I mean properly hours, stuck there watching this content. If you actually put a YouTube video on that you particularly like, you can put it on and it'll say, uh, coming up next to this, and I'll play the next thing, and it'll basically end up watching a lot of material. It's actually very weird when you actually think about it because obviously they want your attention as long as they can because they, they're hoping that if they keep your attention long enough, they're going to start advertising to you. They start building this profile on you. It's actually really fascinating. And I know the thing is that when I talk about this kind of stuff, I'm very passionate about this idea of um, algorithms and the rabbit hole and all, that, and all that. But it makes me sound like I'm some sort of weird conspiracy theorist, like I say. And, you know, that's not a cool thing to be because you, know, you don't want to be one of those people that starts wearing a tinfoil hat. Yeah, years ago that used to be a thing, but, you know, it's, it's, it's very fascinating, the whole algorithm thing. But the rabbit hole is a place on its own. And it's a very strange place to be. The stuff it sometimes throws up, it's like, why am I now watching a video of a man? Okay, I want to know why I'm being suggested a video of a man like, hollowing out a melon and playing Smash Mouth's All-Star. I'd love to know that. I'd also like to know why I'm being recommended a video of a man trying to achieve the highest pitch that he can. And it's like, okay, this is the third highest pitch I've ever I've, nev- I've ever recorded. And he'll be like, again, like that like squeaking almost and hey i said there was piano going like trying to work out what tune is oh that's a a high c or something like that and it's like what is this this is a weird place to be and it's actually really fascinating one of the worst places for this slash the best places for this is a website called reddit now i love reddit reddit's my favorite website and i'll spend hours on reddit and it's not good because i will be on there if i get, if i'm on the toilet with my phone sorry but if i'm ever on the toilet on with my phone and I'm on Reddit. I'm going to be there for ages. I'm going to be on there for ages. It's, it's basically it's called the the homepage of the internet. And basically, you find stuff that you want to read about, be it a TV show, music, memes, all that kind of stuff. And it basically you just sit there scrolling through your phone. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's not funny. That's all right. I'll just go over that. There'll be something good in a minute. And basically, what I do is I'll sit there sometimes and think, right, it's been an hour and a half. I should probably get off this website. I need to get off this website, so the next I'm going to go through this next few. If I don't find anything that I don't like, then I'm going to turn it off. I never do that. But it's got to the point now where I've actually had to pull back on that, and I've actually had to uninstall it from my phone, because it's getting, it's like a disease. A wonderful disease. A wonderful, enlightening disease. But there we are. Yeah, the rabbit hole is a very fascinating place. The, the, the fact that we're able to... That, that machine learning has worked out how to cater to our very tastes... And they know us better than we know ourselves. And it's actually a little bit scary. But there we are. Those are the things that occur on the internet. Anyway, I've waffled on there quite a bit. And I apologise. But, you know, you know what you're getting into when you listen to this. So I would hope you'd know what you're getting into. This is the seventh episode, for goodness sake. You should know exactly what's going on by now. Unless this is the first one you've listened to. Or the second one. or the th- I literally have no idea. I don't even know if you listened to this whilst the run was still going. I have no clue. If the run is even still going, it's mad. Anyway, that's all I've got to talk about today. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back again next week for something of the same, probably. And yeah, I'll catch you all then. And hope you have a good day in whatever you are doing. Goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.